is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Perry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. What's up? Welcome inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. This is Talkin' Cowboys on a Wednesday. Rob Phillips. In studio, hosting for Bill Jones, who's doing his TV thing just down the hall. Kent Garrison producing next door. I'm joined, as always, by Brian Broaddus, and eventually Mickey Spagnola might pop his head in here and join us, do his job. He's doing his radio job right now. He's doing his radio job right now, so I wouldn't be too critical of that. But He's got his podcast job coming up here in a couple minutes. Yeah. And uh, like I said, Cowboys back to practice on a short week. Probably good that it's a short Absolutely, week. it's good. Let's put, go play football. Put this thing to bed. They'll yeah. review this this uh, tape from Tennessee quickly, get it behind them, and try to move on. Yeah, he, uh, the head coach even talked about that. You know, you look at some of the, the positive things that they had happen in the game, talk about those, kind of talk a little bit about the uh, some of the other things that didn't go as, uh, as well as it needed to. Clean that up and – yeah, it's a short week. Quick, quick turnaround. It, the the good thing about it, though, is that you do have a little bit extra time because it is a night game. So, you know, the next week after that is going to be the real trick where you get back off a plane and then turn around and have to get ready for a basically a noon game against Atlanta the following week. So this is where they gave you all that time off. This is where it all starts to shrink and compress, you know, and, it, and the games start to become fast and furious and and, uh, you know, hopefully you're ready to, to handle that. Garrett was talking about it was more of a mental thing than it was physical with his team. So let's see if that's, in fact, the case. You're right. Monday night, or Sunday night football at Philadelphia, one of two matchups in the division. Key matchups, obviously, with the Cowboys, two games back. You can join us, by the way. 888-855-2297 is the number over the next hour. Mickey Spagnola, welcome. I'm going to join you. How are you? They make you pay for a buy, don't they? Well, in this case, they do. Yeah. In this case, they try. They try. You know, I was wondering, is did any team? And I'm sorry, this is off the track, but they give you also the option of if you play in London, not to take the bye right after to go ahead and play the following week and then have a bye during another portion of the uh, of the season. Yeah. I Has anybody done that this year? Tennessee. He, uh, one year, I think the Colts talked about doing. It. I think it was the Colts that did it. But anyway, but yeah, these buys they they give you time off and then they say, okay, well now you're going to be part of. It's rotation. almost like they penalize you. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, the Cowboys had an extra day after the bye. They had a Monday night game. So it was almost it wasn't like two buys, but I mean they had another weekend. But now they're off. But now they're making you play uh on the road on a short week at night and then on the road again on, a, on an early week. On an early week. Yeah. And then you play Thanksgiving, and you didn't get that time off after Thanksgiving. you got to play the next Thursday yeah. before you get your 10 days. Thanksgiving's part of the deal. We know that. No, I understand that. that. Yeah. And they do have a noon kickoff the Sunday before Thanksgiving. But it's on the road. It's on the road, but it's yeah. not. Didn't they have a night game at Philly? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. got they got yeah. beat bad on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. clearly – time and travel you lost monday by the time you got back and you basically had tuesday and wednesday is a walkthrough and okay let's go play this is just like them to go win this game against philly though 
you know. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. Look, I mean, if you look at it, look Philadelphia's at been bad at home. You know, they lost two games in a row. Lost to Minnesota and Carolina. I watched that Carolina game. They're up seventeen to nothing. Imagine the Cowboys being up seventeen nothing and losing a game in the fourth quarter the way they did. I'm, I'm sure Philadelphia their fans are pretty rugged too. But thing they won the Super Bowl, they'd be asking to fire the coach. Yeah. Mm. I mean, what's their best win? Jacksonville before no, the no, bye. Their best win. Beating Jacksonville is no big deal. Their best win, I would say. Season opener the, yeah, against Atlanta? Yeah, they lost. Yeah, we didn't know what, really what Atlanta was then. And we still don't really. They yeah. blew out the Giants on the road. And I know big it's the deal. Giants. Did it with a, their backup quarterback played on the the, what, the first two weeks of the season. I mean, they yeah. were on the same course the Cowboys were: lose, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Well, and then they won. Yeah. They lost two in a row, and then won this this last yeah. week. Coming off a bye, yeah, we'll see how they respond to that. Um, I mean, they struggled with Jacksonville, didn't they? Twenty four eighteen. Yeah, initially, they they I thought that game was a little bit in control. The the, the game that was amazing to me was Carolina, how they let that one get out of their hands. Yeah. You know, Cam Newton, you watch the fourth quarter of that game, you're thinking like, where's the pass rush and where's their pass defense, you know? And they, and they, you know, with Carolina, and I was encouraged by some of the things. Usually when you play Philadelphia, you don't think about running the football, but their back was able to hit some plays on the outside, you know, able to bounce the ball a little bit, get around the edge. I mean, that's, you know, you think with Philadelphia that you're immediately not going to be able to run the football because of Fletcher Cox and what they have with Haloti Nada now. You know, Fletcher Cox is still a great player. Don't get me wrong about that. But, I mean, there, you know, there were some things that did give me some hope. You know, and, and, and there's some things offensively that gave me some hope. I was going to yeah. ask you that. Coming out of your full-on tape review yeah. I, on I was, Monday night. Yeah, I was, encouraged by, I was encouraged by the way this is an offensive line with Jason Peters now playing. You know, and the way – this is a big line. And a big, I mean, big, big in size – and they don't move all that well. So if you're the Cowboys, what's your strength? Your off- your defensive line's ability to move. Your ability to 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 twist, to to move the front. You know, I, I see the Cowboys having some advantage against this Philadelphia offensive line when it comes to rushing the passer. Now you're gonna have to prove that you can, you know, Corey Clement and Smallwood and Adams, you know, they they're gonna run three backs at you. But you gotta be ready for that. And, you know, if you, if you can kind of handle that and, you know, I, I still have my thoughts about Carson Wentz, you know, there's some throws. He made a couple of throws in that Jacksonville game and I'm thinking, okay, what are you doing? You know, pressure in the middle. He just tries to climb the pocket, throws an interception, you know, Jalen Ramsey in the end zone. He's still working his way back yeah, from he's the still knee working injury. his way back, but you know, and I, I'm not trying to sugarcoat things here, but there's things you watch in the tape that you say, Okay, well, it's not like watching the Rams or the Saints or these Kansas City that where the offense is just kind of humming along, you know, and you're like, stop. No, they've made a, a big addition. Going out and getting Golden Tate's huge. That's going to be, you know, and that's going to be a that's going to be a good get for them. But all Sean Jeffrey's difficult. But you know, Carson Wentz has been a little erratic throwing the football. My guess is, if the Cowboys didn't lay an egg against Tennessee. Going into this game on Sunday, there would be some people picking the Cowboys to go on the road and beat Philadelphia. Yeah. Because they haven't been Philadelphia. Yeah. But the Cowboys, certainly, the way they played in this last game, it's like, They okay, give you a little hope. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just... You worry about, you know, all of a sudden, where did this third down stuff crop up from? 
where did the third down lack of, you know, for seven weeks, you'd been really good playing pass defense, if you want to say, and, you know, not giving up big plays or giving up third downs. Opponents were 39% converting yeah. third downs. That's really good. Yeah. That's, it's, that's, it's, it's, yeah. And that's it's that, solid. It's one of no, yeah, no, that's, that's among solid. the best. That's where, yeah. that's where now you're saying, okay, we're now you're, you're, you're looking at this team and you're driving along the highway and you've had a flat tire and you think you fixed the flat tire at receiver. And then you think you fixed something else and then, and it, Oh wait, well, something, the alternator lights on now, you know, where'd that come from? So well, do, do you think you just had a bad day? at the dice table rolling your third down calls like they got you or did you just play really bad I think they played really bad I think they played bad Garrett said this in the mirror in the walk-off basically said they, they with a woozy just wasn't aggressive enough wanted him to be more aggressive you know I mean I think that I think that says something you talk about you know heck that we've been complaining about not getting turnovers they get turnovers you know but then all of a sudden I think they just got wore down I think that I, mean, I think that, that I think that I think that fifteen play drive nine minutes took a lot out of this defense, you know, in a later part in the latter part of that game. I just think they got caught on a bunch of calls, like they had plays the Cowboys weren't ready to defend. Yeah, yeah. the the pass down the middle, the, the pass down the middle, was the, ten. Back, the yeah. backbreaker, yeah. and they're playing their cover Tampa two yeah. with Sean Lee dropping underneath and. Uh, that's a tough one to play if your safeties don't come up soon enough. Yeah, and, safeties you know, were wide got, too. Yeah, he got decent drop, and you know, I heard somebody say, "Well, he didn't drop far." Well, he, he's running with a wide receiver. Yeah, what you want to do is get underneath and make him throw it high enough so by the time the ball gets oh. there, the safeties are there. That's and they a pretty weren't there. pass. That was a pretty pass, though. But I mean, that, that was. I I still can't believe not number one the guy caught it, and number two he hung on to it. Third and long. Um, third and ten there on that play. Yeah, yeah, on that one, Mariota with the RPO was that pick after up a the third and long. They made some great play calls. The yeah. shovel pass. I know that was a second down play. That was a great for the pull touchdown. That. Yeah, great pull by that kid. Demarcus Lawrence yeah. thought he read the play perfect, oh, crushed the guy. Come, yeah. And you know, I, I think you have to give Tennessee some credit. I do. Um, but yeah, I converting eleven of fourteen third downs for a defense that's been pretty good getting off the field. And a lot of third and longs is unusual. It's rare. You feel like the offense played the same and the defense just had a bad day? Yeah. That's yeah. kinda you, you kinda um, you kinda like the some I think it was a road type performance from this offense at home. I think Tyron Smith played better though. I will say that. I thought he did too. That gives me encouragement going forward. This offensive line played pretty well as a group for a half. Yeah. Lone Collins was okay. You yeah. know, the sack over there he's he lined up badly. If he knows the running back's going to chip when he gave up that sack, yeah. then don't set to the outside, set to the inside. He kind of looks surprised. I think he was surprised that he was getting help. That he got help? Yeah, because if you watch it from the end zone, Mickey, it, it's very clear that he he's going to – he's lunging to punch to get in all of a sudden, and he's got Zeke punching the guy. And now his hands, he's off balance, he's overextended – and he's too far in, and when the the rusher then comes inside because he's too far to the outside, it was like he was surprised that Zeke, that Zeke was, helped was, out. Yeah, because Zeke kind of chipped him yeah. into position to get around. Exactly, exactly. So, so it, I, I, there's there's a lot of things that happen, but we feel like that the the feel like the offense played basically the same, didn't you? Yeah, because um, you know what, they were coming downfield to tie the game yeah. if the defense had played 
regularly, yeah, right? right. Would, they had their 14 points. Okay, can we score a touchdown? Can I yeah. kick a field goal? Yeah. Just like the other games they lost real closely. Yeah, except that when you're gifted a, a 28-yard field goal miss, yeah, and then you that's go like a turnover to me. I was expecting them to fire no. back right there. Yeah, and, I was, and, I was and, hoping so, and, too. And the, and the problem was you miss a 38-yard field goal and you miss scoring points on first and goal at the four. Yeah. If you do what you're supposed to do, they would have scored 31 points, right? Well, we haven't. We've seen it only one time. <laughs> yeah. Well, but but they were on their way. It, it just I, and, and and they can't. My, my do trust that. factor is really low right now with the offense. It's low. I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm just. You know. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out ways. You know. I'm looking at Philadelphia. I'm thinking. Okay. How can they block this? How can they do this? How can they? You know. I like the fact that they went and got the receiver. I think he can be a difference maker. I just hope they can do enough with him. But you got to get Beasley going. I mean, he that game, you know, Mickey and I are talking about this at the end of the day. You know, your fourth quarter you're getting him. You know, he needs to be in there early going. You know? I just, well, I, I, just, sh- I just don't understand. I just, I, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I call it low-hanging fruit with the coach and all that. But, you know, I there's a side of me, there's a side of me, Mickey, I know you're going to hate me for saying this. There's a side of me for that I'd like to see Jason Garrett start calling the plays. I don't. I, I'm. I'm not opposed to that. I just. I. I just. I just think there needs to be something different with the direction of the offense. You know, I think there needs to be a different thought process. Maybe he could. Maybe he could scheme his way out of this. You know, maybe he could say, "Okay, if I'm doing this, I think he's doing a nice. I shouldn't say nice. He's doing a respectful thing to allow Scott to continue to call the plays. But, but how th- do you know he's not in the headset? Overruling. I just wish he had the play sheet in his hand. That's all I ask. If if you're going to make the change with the offensive line coach and add a receiver, the last thing you can do, the last thing you can do now is change the play caller. And I would be okay with Jason Garrett taking over the play calling, much like he did when he became the interim head coach. You know, let him. It, you know, the team was five and three. Heck, you get on a five and three run right now, you'd you'd be elated. Or sort of well. Was he not there in New York when that happened? When they took the play calling away from was it Sean John? Payton? Yeah, that was that was yeah that was uh, that was Jim Fossil. Fossil did that and, and took it over. And Fossil, said we're going to the playoffs, and, it, 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 and they did, and they did, and the did. Super Bowl. Yeah, and they did. Uh, Jason was asked about this. Would you consider at some point taking the play calling from Scott Linehan? And I think he left it open. He said, "Right now, Scott's going to call the plays." Sure. A lot of people took that as a qualifier. Did you guys take that as a qualifier? Somewhat. Yeah. I, I, I took it as, we're going to go ahead and do it. <laughs> you know, go ahead and do it. I, I don't want this, you know, I'm looking at the season right now, and I'm looking at Tennessee, the game. That, that game gut-punched me. That's a gut-punch game right there. You know, because I'm thinking, okay, 4-4, four and four, going to Philly next. You know, figure out a way to win at Philly. Figure out a way to win at Atlanta. Okay, and then take our chances with Washington, you know, on Thanksgiving Day and that, you know. Try and figure out a way to kind of stay afloat here, but now you're you've just you've lost a game to a team you should have beaten, and you're, you're you know you've well you've lost a couple of games of teams you should have beaten. I think you should have beaten Houston. I think you should have beaten Washington. I think you should have beaten Tennessee. So now we're in the situation we're in right now. Got three should haves. Got three should haves. You know, and and I I'm if you're going to change the like I said if you're going to change the the offensive line coach, and get a new a new weapon, Jason Garrett, you start calling the plays. You know what the Tennessee game reminded me of? It was this Stepping year's in dog. You know it what? It was this mm. year's 
Rams game. Where if you, th- you look back to last year yeah. and we said this game's going to come back and haunt them, yeah. this loss is going to come back and haunt well, them. Well, look at the schedule. On paper, are they going to play a, a worse team in the next five weeks? They're not. No. They're not. But they're, they're At home, too. Yeah. An opportunity to – and again, I think a lot of it is you come, you have a week off, you get juice from a new wide receiver coming in. Right. A new voice in the offensive line room, which I think right. is going to make a difference. I do, I do believe that is going to make a difference. And, yes. and, I, and Amari Cooper clearly. I hope it's not too late. Is already comfortable. Yes, yeah. but could Colombo come in and play tackle uh, guard now? Rob's going to get to that. I have a feeling today. No, he can't. <laughs> and that's and that's another issue. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to distract no. you. But yeah, they're in a spot now. What's where Atlanta's record? They've, by they've the way? got. They're that's a team that's won three games three, in a row. Three they games won, in a row. So they're due to lose. Yeah. Well, but probably not. <laughs> what if, if they, they lose this week? This week, yeah, and then, yeah. they, then they're back on track. So yeah, and and two road games coming up where you haven't played as well for whatever reason. I've played well at all. It's a huge missed opportunity this yeah. last game, and yeah. and it's maybe it is good that it's a short week because you have to move on, and now you're facing the division champs who nobody Super Bowl champs, yeah. Super Bowl champs. Nobody's going to give you a chance to win this game. Nobody's nope. going to pick you to win this nope, game. They're not. So you know, because you're not giving them any reason to. Right. Yeah, because You're you went out four on the road. Like Mickey said, and I said in our postgame show, you went out and laid an egg. You went out and laid an egg. You played poorly against a team you should have beaten. You know, we all had that as a we all had that as a W moving forward. And now, okay, four and four. Let's go take our chances with the next three opponents. Let's see how this thing works out. But that didn't that didn't happen. It didn't happen. No, and that's and that's the problem. And that's why the last the last. I hope it's I'm not saying something wrong. The last bullet. That I would that I would fire would be Jason Garrett now taking over the play calling. That's what I would do. That would be my that would be my final move to try and, and fix things offensively. See, I, I was so going to ask you guys that. Go ahead, Mick. Sorry. I was just going to say the next two teams they they're playing right now are four and four. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And none of us are really fired up about Washington. I think that Washington can. I think Washington can clearly come back to the field. Washington's got okay. a chance of going no, to lose. I think Washington's so, got a chance so of going to lose the toughest, Tampa game, the toughest game they've got coming up is, is New Orleans. Sure, I. But you don't Washington think a trip to Philly is going to be a tough matchup? Yeah. Do what now? You don't think this trip is going to be tough? Oh, I'm saying, but they haven't played consistently. No, they haven't. They, they didn't have the quarterback for a couple consistently. weeks. Consistently, Washington is what they are. Then I it's think New Orleans, yeah. and then what's after New Orleans? Is Philadelphia again? Yeah, I yes. think I think our that's at home. I think our tone will be really different if they lose these next two games. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think our tone will be really. I think the tone will be you know, and and I'm I'm anxious to see how they're going to play. I really because I, I I'm I, I have no clue about this team. I, I have no uh, no clue. But you know what? That's kind of how we started the season. Yeah, but I, I hate that feeling, Mickey. I know, and I'm getting, but I I'm did. getting near Thanksgiving and I don't know how these guys are going to play. And that was exactly how we started the season. Yeah, we didn't know some uncertainty on the there offensive was line. Just total uncertainty. Uh, we th- thought more uncertainty at certain positions. Certain I don't think spots. we thought un- we well, didn't think the offensive line. There was uncertainty at at wide receiver. There was uncertainty at tight end. There, you you didn't know at that point what Vander Esch would be. You didn't know if Jalen Smith really was uh, a different guy. That's fair. We didn't know if Byron Jones was going to make that switch from safety to cornerback yeah. successfully. You didn't know about the safety position. I mean, think about the stuff we didn't know about, and now here we are, what, 
seven games in and we're still sitting there going, well, I'm just not sure. We got a mailbag question kind of along that topic this yeah. morning where should we be surprised at this situation because it's a young team and they've been trying to retool spots. They're young on defense. They definitely retooled their skill positions on offense. I think did, I'm, our, did our expectations let me raise? You, no, let me tell you why I'm pissed off because I see. What well, this, you shouldn't be mad. No, I'm mad. Well, because, why? I'm mad because I'm looking at this division. Well, I'm looking at Philadelphia four and four. I'm looking at, at Washington five and three. Well, and I'm looking at I'm looking at even with all the things, the litany of things you just went through, Mickey. And you're absolutely right. I'm not trying to rain on your parade here, but I'm mad because I'm looking at this division. I'm mad that you pissed away some games that you probably should have won. And that's where I, I was going. Is this division is still up for grabs? Whether fans want to kick it down to the next year or not, right yeah. now. There's eight games left, and they've still got an opportunity. Now, it's probably got to be the division now, and that's it, where there's the oppor- no question that's, it has to be the division. That's where the opportunity's wasted because you look at Carolina, who has a win over you. They're six and two. They're a team nobody wants to play right now. Yeah. If you're going to make something out of this season, if you're going to salvage this thing, it's got to be making up ground on Washington, and that starts with having to win this game Sunday night. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with oh, you guys, but I'm just saying, there's, it's not our job to be mad. You know, I I told the guys on the fan, they're going over and over and over. I said, what did you think this team was going to be when they started the season? And Sean, Sean said seven and nine. Yeah. I said, well, you were right because yeah. they're right on pace yeah. to go seven and nine. So yeah. why are you mad? I think, they are what you thought you they were. Okay. I, 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 screen. I'm just saying, and I, I appreciate what you just said, Mickey, but I'm mad because I think this division's for the taking. And maybe maybe you're nine and seven, ten and six. You know, may, you know I, I thought nine and seven. Initially, but if you could have won one or two more games, maybe you're ten and six. Maybe that's good enough to win the division. You know. But see, if you get mad, then it it distorts how you analyze things. There, we don't need oh, to be mad. Oh no, I'm. We, I'm, could, we could be wrong, but I'm you, wrong. You don't lot. have to be mad. Are you never mad? Not at how they play. <laughs> you're on even. We, we, I've we, done we, this for thirty years. You, how mad would I be? I just, all this were you, time? I just you mean mad, your general disposition. Were you mad? Were you mad after the Houston game? No, I wasn't mad. I, 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 I were you I, not mad after Tennessee? I, I do not get mad after a loss. Why? I, I, I hear you. It's, it's not our, my job. Yeah, I hear you. I hear I'm you. not a fan. Yeah, the fans can get mad. They can scream and yell. Right. Right. I, it's not my job to scream and yell at the team. I could scream and yell at the fans, but or yeah. us or you guys, yeah, because yeah, I disagree. But that's okay. But I don't get mad. You know, you it's can like get the sports first, mad. The first question I got, <laughs> I the first question I got on the post game show Sunday night was, "Are you frustrated as I am?" I go, "No, I'm not frustrated." Yeah, I I got a job to do. Doesn't matter if they win or lose. I got a job to do. All right, we got bills to pay. We got to take a break. No, do yeah. we? Yeah, we got. Yeah, you did a nice job teasing the offensive line. And, Thank you. And a potential change at by, offensive line. By accident. Yeah, by accident. That's that's 30 years in the business. Nice segue. Let's, still need to get mad. <laughs> he doesn't need to get any madder than he usually is. Let him He's just fibbing, I think. Loud it it was a good ride in this morning. Was it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome. All right, 888-855-2297 is the number. Give us a call. 
We'll touch on the O-line next on Talking Cowboys. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Crunch time is when you've got to stay cool, and nobody's better at keeping you cool under pressure than Tommy John. Tommy John underwear has that moisture-wicking antimicrobial fabrics to keep germs and perspiration at bay. That means no discomfort and no adjustment. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. He stuck the landing, Brian. You know, there's times where Mickey, he just, you know, he keeps it on the path. And other times where, like... uh, I put the wheels down right. Yeah, Yeah, you did. Gold medal in gymnastics Everybody's proud of you, Mickey. Good job. Way to go. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We're about halfway through the show on a Wednesday. Cowboys get back to practice in the next 90 minutes or so. Jason Garrett and his live press conference will follow the show at 1035. Let's uh, hit the phone lines. Kent, who we got up first on Talking Cowboys today? We got Matthew in Iowa. What's up, Matthew? Hey, gentlemen. Good morning. Thank you for taking my phone call. You got it. Um, there's a lot of doom and gloom right now, but um, yeah, I kind of realized this weekend, you know, football's a lot more than just winning and losing. Uh, I'm a season ticket holder. I try to get down about two or three times a year, and uh, I finally got to bring my dad down this weekend. Um since I got season tickets in 09, <clears throat> my mom had been sick and he hadn't been able to get out of the house and, and go with me. Uh, so, man, it was just a beautiful night. We opened the stadium up. <clears throat> we just had a wonderful time. Um, okay. It was just nice. And, yeah. Um, but, you know, as I was there um, and, and listened to post-game shows afterwards, everybody keeps saying um, 
we if we put the right parts in here, we can win some games with Dak. And I, I just if, if that's the way we're talking, I feel like we're talking mediocrity. I'm, you know, I expected a little more glory, and you can always see the season ticket holder. We invest a lot of time and money, and and and, and I'd like to see. I'd like to see some more glory. And if Dak is just a quarterback that is going to win some games, that's not good enough for the Dallas Cowboys. We need a quarterback that can get us to NFC championship games, that can win us division titles, that can win us Super Bowls. We, is this where ownership needs to you know, raise the bar again? Yeah, but it's, you know, you're, you're talking so, about something that also, and I, you know, I'm glad you had a good time with your dad at the game, by the way. Uh, yeah, thanks, you, guys. Uh, I'll let you guys talk, yeah. and, and uh, thank you. Thanks, you're, Matthew. You're also, you're, you know, my experience of being in a front office, we all want the better quarterback, the Super Bowls, the division, you know, games. On. We all want that. Yep. It's not as easy as just, you know, going out there and finding one. I mean, you, you felt like you had a guy when he, after his rookie year, that I cannot, if one fan would have told, and I'm sure there's the Romo fans out there that said, ah, oh, this is still a bad move. This is a bad move. You should have stuck with Romo. It's just, you know. I mean, this is a constant journey. It's a constant journey, you know. And I I think the evaluation of Dak Prescott, let's see where it ends up. You know, I mean, people are out there saying, oh, you know, he can't do this, he can't do this. He's not. We talk about this all the time. He's not perfect. You've even said this, Rob. When he gets help around him, he's a pretty good quarterback. He can win games. He's capable of doing things. I think that goes for but that's every, 90, that, 97% of the quarterbacks in this league. That's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And and there's no guarantee. You know, Think of the struggles right now in Jacksonville with Blake Bortles. Think about that. You know, think about it took it took a it took a coaching change in Los Angeles to get that quarterback playing well. He was the number one overall. Yeah. Coach? Yeah, Carson Wentz was two. They didn't win the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz. I mean, they won it with a with a backup quarterback. That's coaching right there. Coaching, tremendous defense. Yeah, guys making plays around him. They made a move for running running back to help their running but, but game. I think it's unfortunate that everybody's putting the blame on Prescott here. But you know, it, it's that's that goes with the territory. But you know, don't get me wrong. Every every guy, John Dorsey, when he traded for Pat Mahomes. You know, he's sitting there thinking, he's telling Clark Hunt, hey, listen, I'm going to give up a bunch of picks to go get this guy. What do you think? Mm-hmm. You sure you want to do this? You sure you want to trade all these guys away? And you I'm, sure? I'm going to can the quarterback yeah. that we've had success yeah. you, with. You sure you, yeah, a guy that has a great track record is a winner and you want to get rid of him? And that takes guts. But it also it also takes a tremendous amount of luck for things like that to work out. You know, hey, I'm sure that, they, you know, we all want the next Troy Aikman to come walking through that door. Yeah, trust me. I sat there and got my ass kicked by him for a bunch of years. You know, we're lucky we got Brett Favre when we were in Green Bay. Made a trade and he hadn't done anything. You know, this quarterbacks, they take a lot of the blame. They take a lot of the blame. But I think you guys are always right. I think, you know, they went out and tried to get him some help. And maybe this is a situation where if they make some more changes, we'll see a different quarterback. But I, I'm willing to let this thing ride because I remember sitting in here when we didn't have for three years, didn't even have a quarterback. I would have, I would have done anything 
for Dak Prescott to come walking through that door. And honestly, not a former baseball player. Oh, we had too many damn baseball players. A couple of them. Three. General, general manager of the Yankees telling us about uh, this guy as a player. I'm sitting here going, are we listening to this? Chad Hutchinson, Drew Henson. Hell, Quincy was a Quincy. former yeah. baseball player. Another, yeah. We Quincy listened played to, minor league. It was a shame. We, it, was, and, it was pathetic what and, we did. And Mick, you're largely a historian of this franchise. You've been covering this team a long time. Brian's been around the team in a front office role. He's you've, you've 20 been a years fan a long, fan. Long time. And I yeah. say this in an affectionate way to the fan base. Cowboys fans are a little spoiled with their quarterback history here. They just are. No I mean, one no one has a history the way the Cowboys had with quarterbacks and with things falling in their lap. You know, they had to do a lot of backroom movering to get Don Meredith, by the way. Sure. Right? Because they Kill. They, they didn't they didn't the, the NFL didn't want him to go play for the Dallas Texans. Yeah. And and so they so you know, they they got a trade with the Bears to get that to get Meredith the, the ability to sign him. Thank you, Mr. Hallis. Yeah, and, and, and then you take a tenth round flyer on Roger Staubach, yeah. and he's going to miss four years, five years, and then he turns out to be Roger Staubach. Yeah. And then you have Danny White, who you drafted, but he was going to go play uh, in the USFL. Was he USFL? The, the World League. League. World Football Excuse League, me, yeah. I'm ahead of myself. Yeah. And, and, and then he comes in, and he takes over, and then – a year after you need a quarterback, you have the worst record in the league thanks to the Packers winning their final game of the season, and Troy Aikman just happens to be sitting there. Are you kidding me? Tony Romo was a gift from God. Yeah, we were going to cut Tony Romo. If Quincy Carter doesn't fail the drug test, yeah. he's not here. Well, just getting him in here, it took Bill Parcells oh, and Sean Payton, Payton saying, Jim Hess, hey, Jim Garrett, a lot of guys. Don't go to Denver. Yeah. There's opportunity here. Right. And we're not going to pay you more than Denver, but yeah. you've got an right. opportunity yeah. here. And just the fact that it worked out. And I, let's not forget what Dak Prescott is doing and has done as a fourth-round draft pick. That's a success. That's a big success. Now, I'm telling you, it, it, in the two, early 2000s, when we were wandering around the desert without anything. I used that line back then. Yeah, we were. We were terrible. We evaluate. We terrible at evaluating quarterbacks. It was. It was like. It was like the America song, "Horse with No yeah. Name." <laughs> On the first part of the journey. Yeah, that was us. It was. Yeah, you know, there, there were plants and birds. Yeah, you know, we were. We, They're we, out we, wandering in the desert. We were. So what you're saying though about this position right now, Dax, the guy. It sounds like Dax is going to be the guy for a while. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see the evaluation there. But but to me. To sit there and put all the blame on him, I think is wrong. And I'm and I and I I trust me. I want him to play better. I want him to anticipate throws. I don't want him to take sacks. I want him to protect the football. I want him to do all those things. People out there right now are saying, "Well, Dan brought us with all that. He, sh- he shouldn't be the quarterback." What's the alternative? I'm going to use Mickey's line. What's your alternative right now? What is your alternative? Sam Bradford. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about. Yeah, Not there exactly. you go. That's exactly. a $50 million mistake. How'd you like to be sitting there, Jeff Fisher? You know? Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Can I keep going? I mean, is yeah. that it? Russell Wilson? That's guys you can count on. Third one. round pick, Russell Wilson, by the way. Yeah. John what? Snyder. And John see, Snyder gave $10 million to another guy before he drafted Russell Wilson. And, about that. And they gave him three or four. Four years to develop 
with a defense that held everything at bay. Yeah. Right? And you hoped you had the... And then he he's he's kind of got it now, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think and I think he, that's he, I he, think he, that's their hope for Dak is Look, more just, time in the system, more time, and eventually he's going to get it. Now, obviously, they might be way wrong, and, and I might be way wrong of, of sitting there arguing it. But I, you know what? I'm thinking of alternatives. The alternative, Rob, is going to have to be go draft somebody in a first round. But there's no guarantee of that. No, and you probably need to be terrible yeah. to get in a position to even try to do that. Yeah. Just, so it's. I agree with what you're saying. It's not easy to do. Uh, it's just it's not a snap of your finger thing. I, I mentioned those other quarterbacks. That's on one hand, guys that are franchise type guys. And what's the Packers record round. right now with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of help around him. And look, no at their, help. look at their record. Yeah, what are they record? Are they three, five, and one? Three, three four, four, and one? four, and one? Three, four, and one? Yeah, Bears winning that division, right? Bears winning yeah. that division with a quarterback they picked what third overall? Trubisky, second overall. There were a ton of interceptions. And everybody first year. said they. They took him too high. And they've had to be bad for a while to get in that position. Look, he just needs to relax. He's trying too hard. There are plays that he can't make, and he's still trying too hard. Just sit back, relax, and better turn the – and he says he's turned the noise off. I don't know that he's turned the noise off. No, I I would agree with that. I think think they're – You're going to get sacked, get sacked. Yeah. You know, when 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 the guy's in your face and you're at the six yard line, don't throw one up for grabs. Put it in the first row of the stands. Well, what what did he say about the last half of 2017? I tried to do too much, and I yeah, I think he was in this last game as well, trying to force it to a new wide receiver, get him involved. You can't outplay your offensive line. That's that's a problem right now. That's something that we weren't talking about very much. Let's um. Let's take a phone call real quick, and then we'll touch on the O-line when we come back after this break. Denny in Hawaii, welcome to Talking Cowboys. What's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Denny, Aloha, did you get Denny. back safely? No, I'm still here. You're still here? <laughs> yeah, I leave, I leave today. Oh, well, welcome to our time zone. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, yeah. This is easier know, for you than calling at 4 in the morning, huh? Yeah, much easier. <laughs> Denny was with us on Saturday. There. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where in Hawaii? Or Sunday, uh, I, I guess I it was. I waited at you on, um, on the field on um, Sunday, yes, uh, Monday yes, night. Yes, I saw yeah. you. Whereabouts in Hawaii yeah, are you yeah. from? What, what's that? Where in Hawaii are you from? Uh, Kauai. Gotcha. That's the be- most beautiful yeah. part That's, the, that's yeah. the best one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, you know, I hear you guys talking about the DAC thing, and I was like, sometimes I, I think, Rob, I think you brought it up a couple, you said, let, let DAC do DAC things, you know, like, you know, he seems like he's better flowing the game when he's running that read option. I, I'm not a big fan of that read option, but that's what Dak does pretty well, and he seems to get more confident while doing that. And you know that, and it, and it also helps out Zeke a little bit. I mean, because the it gives the defense something to think about, and then also you know like bringing the linebackers up, holding them in their spot, giving giving the uh, wide receivers a just a tick extra time to. Um, to get open, and then also the offensive line. You know, like you see the defensive line hesitating. But like I said, it's, it's always you know Dak just just seems more confident when he's running that re. Just enough of read option. It's not have to be a mainstay, but just enough of it. I think it's it's great for him. You know, I I I mean I know Dak is a fourth round pick, and you know he had a real successful season. But it, you know, like for people think that he's 
perfect. And now, like, oh, he's on up there with um, Tom Brady. <laughs> that is not that's not the case, and all that. And yeah, I, I, but but I do I do support Dak, you know, and, and I hope. You know, I hope we can turn this around. Um, but glad to see you guys again. I hope we yes. can see you guys again. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for your Safe call. It's great man. seeing you, Danny, and finally meeting you. And he makes a lot of sense. Play to, play to his strengths. Do things that can help him feel comfortable back there. I'm willing to I'm willing to play this thing out with him. Yeah, I really am. Absolutely. I mean, it, I'm willing to play out his contract with him. You know, and at the end of the day, if it's good enough, then Jerry Jones will will sign him. If it's not, then the front office will have to make a decision, and I, I'm more than willing to to let that uh, to let that go, uh, not to let that go, but let that happen, you know. And I think I think you guys all along have been right. Get him help, you know, play to his strengths, coach him up a little bit better, and, and see what you got. All right, let's take our final break. We come back. I've been teasing the O line. Connor Williams has a knee injury. We're going to give you an update on that and what it means for this line going forward. Next after the break. If you're like me and you love. I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Do you want to use what the pros use? Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Get your Jack Black Playmaker 4JB faves plus a full-size lip balm for just 10 bucks and free shipping at getjackblack.com. Use that Cowboys code. 
Thank you, Mickey. Also, a couple more bills to pay. Check out Kaboo, Texas. Kaboo, Texas. Coming to AT&T Stadium. May 10th through 12th. You got a lineup yet? Of next year. I don't have a lineup just okay. yet. Okay. I want to see a lineup. I want to see a lineup. It's going to be fantastic. January. January, Kent. Oh, I got to wait that long, yeah. Kent? Kent, forever the like, sickest kid's going to get back together on this <laughs> I've one? i said this. I don't think they can afford us. Oh! <laughs> hey, if they asked, we would definitely do it. You, forever, you make yeah. a concession because it's yeah. it's, you're at home. You don't have to travel. You don't have to travel. Yeah, that'd be great. We'll, Kent, we'll play the side stage. What would it take to get the band back together, Kent? Money. Uh, just asking if we could would play Kaboo Festival. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably um, yeah, they're probably going to get... You know, you two or Whoa. Foo Fighters, or they're going to get the best, biggest bands in the world. If I Charlotte, Beyonce, Char- yeah, Charlotte Jones Beyonce, Anderson is going to so, deliver this. Yeah, Forever She'll the Sickest Kids would be and my FTSK choice. And opening for you two. There you go. There you go. Also, I hey, would be there for that. One more thing: if you want Brian Broadus's fleece Kid, off be, his back, there we go, or one like it, go to J.C. Penney and get it. J.C. Penney created ten thousand exclusive fleeces for Texas stores only, not available online or any other retailer. You can upload your receipt to DallasCowboys.com backslash slash JCPenney for a chance to win tickets, parking, opportunity to be part of the mosh pit for the Red Kettle kickoff halftime show. 50 lucky winners will be selected. And for every fleece sold, JCPenney will donate 10 bucks to North Texas Salvation Army and make a donation of $100,000 once the promotion ends, regardless of sales. So that's a great, a great campaign warm. by JCPenney. This thing is warm. It's, it's basically yeah. $29 for a ticket to the game. Field access, all you can eat on uh, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, pretty as cool. Long, you, all you got to do is buy it. It's first come, first serve, I believe. Sound all like you can eat. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're feeding them too. Oh man. All right. Yeah. Times. Offensive line. Offensive line. Mick, what's your update on Connor Williams, the rookie starting left guard? Oh, he's going to have his knee scoped, um, and I would imagine maybe as soon as possible. Uh, and depending on how it goes, it could be two weeks. It could be four weeks. Uh, it sounds like it's a loose piece of cartilage, just the way Randy Gregory had. Trying to play, th- Randy tried to play through it. Yeah, and they ended up saying, "Gregory, just go have this. Maybe it can accelerate your timeline." And it, right just, and, you know, it just at a higher level playing. It depends on the person too. You know how you react to the scope. Because I can remember, I want to say it was '95, and the Cowboys had a buy, and Jay Novacek had his knee scoped and in two weeks he was back playing yeah and i remember equipment a little different in 95 than they have today a very good friend of mine yeah he he needed to basically have his knee scoped because he had a loose piece of cartilage and i said oh yeah go ahead in three weeks we'll be playing tennis Mm. again right well it was three months later so so everybody's not well i mean he's not a professional athlete yeah so uh but everybody's not the same but randy was you know, they were working him out before the game. Right. And, and it just wasn't good enough. But yeah. he was trying. I yeah. give him credit for that. So we'll see where it goes this week. So with an offensive lineman who doesn't have to run 40-yard dashes or anything, maybe, you know, you put a brace on it and you get back in in two weeks or so. So in the meantime, Brian, what do you do at left guard? Put Lyle Collins at left <laughs> No, so no, no. You, here's you my could, deal. Don't, you don't make two moves. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. And this is this is, but this is where I have the this is where I have an issue. Just because I, I said that because I've been watching Philadelphia and I've been watching Haloti Nada and Fletcher Cox yeah, play inside. This is a bad week for yeah. This it's a bad it's a bad week to have you know. And and Connor Williams was going to have some issues either way. But this is where now this is where I look at it and I say, what's 
if we were to watch Dak Prescott, where are the majority of Dak Prescott's problems when it comes to in the pocket? Right in his face. Right in the middle of the pocket. Middle rush. Middle rush. And because we all know that he can escape outside rush. We same, know those edge rushers. We do that. Same problem Romo had. Same problem. Exactly. So to me, I'm thinking, do I want to put Redman inside? And he's been the primary backup guy, believe it or not. They've used him as the – when Zach Martin wasn't practicing last week, it was Redman was the, was the starter at right guard. In practice, he was. So I'm sitting there trying to think, okay, if I'm having problems in the middle of the pocket, do I want to put size in the middle of the pocket? And that's why I made the comment about Collins. I don't want to – I'm with you, Mickey. I really don't want to move Collins. But I'm thinking about the if this thing turns into, you know, a two- or three-week thing, can you afford to have Redman? Now, you, you, you signed Redman. You claimed Redman to, to be a, you know, to be on this team to help. But he's a very similar in size to what you have with Connor Williams. So are you, you know, would you be better off? And this is, I hate when I say this, is you play your best five. What's wrong with saying that? I, I hate it because it reminds me of the Chaz Green thing. Okay, so here's my question. And I didn't realize this. I didn't take time to look at Ciafilo's background. Big guy. So 16 and 17, mm-hmm. he started 31 of 32 games for yeah. Houston. What happened, like, he, he, when you watch him or play? Or no, 15 and 16, 17 he didn't play? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he struggles to move. Okay, but he started all those games. Yeah, and that's why they moved on from him. They, because they it, said you're just not. Yeah, and, and, and the reason it I'm. It took them that long yeah, to. Yeah, and, the, and it's funny because well, offensive linemen, you you know, you just don't give up on those guys. We, he was a second round pick. Yeah, exactly. UCLA coming out. I mean, he is a big, thick guy. And, you know, scheme wise, you know, as much as they pull and, and he do, can't do that, he can't do that effectively. Now they have him here thinking, okay, he's your 53rd player, basically. So he's always going to be the guy that's going to be inactive. I'd love to have his power in a more athletic body. You know, he's a big guy, but he doesn't move well enough. And that's what would worry me. Okay. But I, that's why, you know, if you put Redmond in there, Redmond can, Redmond's an athlete. Redmond can, and he's very similar. He's- He's very similar to who? Like Sorry. to Connor, with the way Connor, Connor with the mobility okay. and stuff, and you know, and there, but there's the a little bit of the lack of the power there too. He's also been your primary backup center, right? Right. So, could Which you is like to move? Could you conceivably move Joe Looney to left? See guard? now, let's all talk about what Joe Looney's done at center. Do you want to put Redmond in that situation of having to make a bunch of line calls right out of the gate against Philadelphia and Atlanta, or do you want to keep the front of that? On a short week. Uh, yeah. Well, do you, I mean, not that I don't think that Redmond is not, I'm not saying he's a dumb guy or he can't, no, he's no, not no, capable. No. But, but, it's, but it's now a, you finally, you're starting to finally figure out that, you know, this guy, well, Joe Looney has played, well, you know, eight weeks for you and, you know, he hasn't been terrible there. And I, Redmond had two days of practice at guard during right, the bye. Right. And one day when they got back last week right. at guard. Now I think that's the route they're going to go. I think so too. Now if he starts though, right, then he's also still your backup center, right. And then you got to get Ciafilo ready. I mean, he's got to be active, right? I would think so. Yeah, because Fleming, yeah, he, can't have just one. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, Ciafilo would be Ciafilo is going to get some work because he gets no work during the week. He gets none. 
And, I mean, he's and, a scout team. He's a scout team guy. And to think about your other move, and yeah, okay, great. Lael Collins go inside, but that I was means just dreaming gotta, there, Mickey. You got to play Fleming. Yeah, but see, the, well, is, right, that, is that not your best five right, though in terms yeah, of experience? Yeah, that's, see, I, I know. And now we're questioning the offensive line depth. You know, now we're really questioning the depth. But the thing, the thing I just kind of remember with Cam Fleming. I remember watching him, evaluating him, starting a Super Bowl, and I remember him starting an NFC, uh, AFC Championship game. Yeah, and, and he was I, at right tackle. And he was at right tackle, yeah. And so I'm sitting there thinking, okay, do you do you put Collins inside to try and solidify the inside three, and hope that that you know, okay, we're going to match up against. This is crazy to think, but I'm thinking. Well, what's what's worse? I, I do not. Up? I do not want. I do not want Halodinata or. Fletcher Cox wrecking my scheme is what I don't want to do. So, on the right side, then for Fleming, who would he have as the defensive end? Over well, they, there? they they like to move around. They move Michael around, Bennett right? and it's Brandon Bennett. Graham, and yeah. he's also going to get one of the Longs. Uh, he's going to get Chris Long. Hmm. This is a this is a tough matchup across They're the board. You know what? If if Connor Williams is playing, I'm I'm okay because Connor Williams has played eight games. I, I'm going to take my chances with Connor Williams. I think he'll be all right. But what's Crawford Kerr doing these yeah. days? Yeah, exactly. What? what? I was a bigger guy like Gogan. <laughs> no, Gog's not big I'll anymore. Tell you what, oh, he's not big no! anymore? Yeah. The idea of moving Lyle back inside, I don't. I can't tell you how many questions we get from fans about that. Fans want to see him but play guard. You know what? You, you want to see him play guard because you're thinking, well, in this case, it would make sense to play guard because of the problems that you're having at, you know, you're, 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 what do we say? We said the problems that, that the quarterback has had is when it happens in front of him. Not on the edge of it. Go get, and, Con- uh, and Connor's Ronald an athlete. Leary. Yeah. Huh? Ronald Leary. Trade, trade a <laughs> yeah. third for Ronald Leary. Yeah. Get me on IR. Kent, you're really trying to kill our draft show now. Hey, aren't man. You? <laughs> I'm all in on this year, Brian. I know you We're are. We're going all the way this year. I know you he are. He got hurt again. Yeah, I think he's I think He's, he's IR'd. Up. Yeah, I think. I think he's nicked up, too. Yeah. Jonathan Cooper got hurt, too, I think. Yeah. The guy that's played, Byron Bell, evidently is playing pretty well for the Packers. I haven't seen him. Is he playing guard? He's playing guard, yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. See, and they tried work in Fleming at guard and camp and, and then that was coach a said no coach said no yesterday that was not yeah, good. That at was least they disaster. made at least they made that call they could have said what they did with Chaz Green and said oh no let's keep playing in there is Chaz in New Orleans right now he got picked up Saints I, signed him I think I think that's right are they going to sign Des Sounds like it. Reports are they're working on a deal down there. Yeah. yeah, well, there was reports they were working on a deal in Cleveland and Jacksonville, too. Well, I guess we'll just see what the reports say. As, as at 10 o'clock last on. night, as at 10 o'clock last night, it had not been done. I know that for a fact. We'll see. We'll see if he wants to play. Yeah. We'll find out. Mickey's just hoping he doesn't play. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm Mickey, not you're, saying now, that. Now you're, being, now you're being mean. I'm not. I'm saying, I, does he want to play? Evidently, they're working on a contract. They went down there to work out. They worked on a contract in Cleveland. Is Cleveland different than New Orleans, who's 7-1? Yeah. I don't think they ever got to the contract stage. It was just, we'll see kind of a thing. Well, it made for good TV. It did. I would personally love to see Dez in New Orleans. Watch people go out and buy that jersey. Get a race. That, oh, where are they coming here? Yeah, that game the against, 29th. After I think Sean's just sitting there going, we're going to stab Oh, no, right there's the clearly. Side. He's got a 7-1 oh. football team right now. Especially if he's wearing inside. 88 in our stadium with another team. Oh, That'll sting. I think it'll happen. Because okay. he'll have his chance to come back and play him now, right? Is that what he wants? That's what he wanted. Maybe he looked at the for schedule one game. and said they he don't think play. he's got it for one game. <laughs> they don't play Cleveland, <laughs> yeah. right? Mickey's got it for one game. That's all he needs. And what was the other team? Baltimore. They didn't play Baltimore. Yeah. He said, I'll see you guys. Yeah, he's right. All right. We'll find out what the reports say.
Yeah. As we go along. Ray in Fort Worth, take us home on Talking Cowboys. And good morning, gentlemen. Um, Dak is not solely the blame here. He's part of the problem, but he's not the only problem. Um, I don't know why they continue to Jason Garrett, maybe because Jerry won't let him. I don't know why he doesn't take the play calling away. He continues to carry that play sheet in his back, in his back but he never uses it. At some point, you've got to say, look, Sky Linehan, you've had your chance. This is not working. The gentleman before me mentioned the RPOs. That's his game. Dak is never going to be your drop back 35 times accurate quarterback. Well, Ray, he, Ray, Ray let me stop you right there. If, if Jason Garrett thought that they should be using more RPOs, then don't you think he would say, Scott Lenahan, use RPOs? Scott's not sitting in that office over there by himself making all these I'm not, decisions. I'm not talking about the office, Mick. I'm talking about game flow. Well, it in doesn't matter. He's got a headset on. He could tell him, well, run okay, the okay, RPO. Okay, okay. I, know, I, know, I know you don't like nobody questioning the, the, the coaches. No, no I'm no, not no, saying no, that. No, okay. no, I'm not saying that. that. No, you let, let me get you, my point. You have the whole show. Oh, well, okay. You can come, if you want to come and work for me, I don't <laughs> know if I right now, Ray. Got hey, I, I would love to come sit down and, and follow you and, and write, help you write or do whatever. You, you would I've do it, you you would do it for read, three I've days and you would head for the hills. <laughs> Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead, okay, Ray. Okay, but the, he's right. The RPO is his game. He's not, people need to stop. He's not going to – Dak is not your traditional drop back 40 times and be pinpoint accurate. He's not perfect. You, he has to have everything go right. But the coaches do have to put him in a better situation to deceive. I don't think they did that in this game. Whoever has control of the offense, the, the, Jerry continues to say he's the future. He's getting extended. So this whole evaluating that thing seems to be mute. I disagree. I don't even know why we're talking about extension with Amari Cooper. We, he's got, what, 30, you said $13 million due next year? Let's let this whole thing play out. We've already wasted a, thir- a, a first-round pick. I don't think we it's gotta a waste. I'll division. disagree with you on that. I think the wasted is probably the wrong word. Yeah, that's a don't bad you? word. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, not just, there's more than just receivers coming Bobby out Bobby Carpenter year. was a wasted pick. Well, I mean, it, Mo it's, Claiborne it's, was a wasted pick. Shante Carver was Shante a wasted okay, Carver but, was a wasted pick. How, how, how do we know? There's a lot of defensive players come out in this draft too. So, I mean, if you're the Raiders, you got to be ecstatic. But just I don't know why we're even talking about extending Mario Cooper. Let's let everything play out. What is he going to say? What is he supposed to say? What is he say? Everything play out. What is he supposed to say? What is he supposed to say about that? What's he supposed to say? I mean, they don't. They, the they've, got a nine, they've got a nine-game interview with him to see if they want to extend go. him. And if you I were going to extend I mean, him, the reason you're extending that... him, right? The reason you would extend him is to reduce the fourteen million dollar cap hit next year. Well, and, and I get it. And if you can get him to take a, a discount right now to get his money up front, yeah, if you can. You yeah, just, I you mean, just don't, at this you don't, point, you spend a first-round pick on him. I get it. You got to keep him. All right, thanks, Ray. We got to go. You don't make this deal unless you're, he's part Good of the future. Good day, sir. You just don't do it. Yeah. I mean, that's, you draft a first-round pick. He's he's part of your team for five years. Yeah. So they I considered mean, that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not like they're sitting here going, okay. I, don't I think know I had a pretty good start do. myself. All right, we got to go. Jason Garrett's up next. The break is at eleven thirty. Check out DallasCowboys.com for all our stuff on the website today. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!